It's time to place your bets. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast Weekly Wagering Show, brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Pizzapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the LineStar App. It is me. It's Scott Bogman, and it's you, and we're talking wagering for the NFL right here on the program. We want to remind everyone, go get that Line Star app and upgrade to that premium product. That way you can get working on your DFS and your wagering and all the things that make you happy when you watch the football because the football is back, and so are we. Scott Bogman, it was a very good DFS kickoff show we just did. I'm excited to do the wagering with you right now. Bogman are also going to bring you our our uh, upset special picks as well. So we're very excited to bring you those again. It is a new fresh start to the NFL season. And I got to say, Boggs, I feel like you got a lot of pressure because I saw your picks last year on the In This League podcast and you were pretty much on fire. So don't screw up. That's basically what I'm going to say to you. (laughs) Well, thanks for the great advice, Joe. I never would have thought of that unless you said it. So that's good. That's why Uh, I'm here. but, But yeah, I mean, look, this is something I'm decent at. So, uh, or at least I was last year. So, uh, we'll see how good I, I, I do this, this year. But, uh, you know, I, I told you before I'm trying, uh, I was way more off the hip last year when doing it instead of, uh, doing deep dives and stuff like that. I, I feel like occasionally I get paralysis by analysis or, uh, double guess myself. So you're going to hear just the, the thoughts off the top of my head. I'm really excited for it. Yeah, don't, and you know what? That goes for the you know wagering, but also for the DFS stuff. And we do the DFS show as well. So if you're just listening for the first time, you can go subscribe to the pre-snap. We are three shows a week for Line Star. We do your recap of the week, the hot take ahead. Then we do our DFS preview on Thursdays, our wagering show on Fridays that comes out. And, you know, when we talk about DFS, we talk about wagering, don't second guess. Don't paralysis analysis or whatever the hell people call it because if you have good instincts if you've done the work you trust the work and we all do it sometimes i'm the king on sunday after the nfl show's done on tv i do i turn right back around and i start fiddling with lineups again and i should never do that i should just leave everything alone it's the worst I, and and i'll tell you I what you know what i did two last grand year, doing that one year so let me tell you something you know what i do because i'm such a moron now i i literally have a post-it note above my uh my desk area it says don't touch your lineups, moron. That's what's <laughs> it's like uh, in, in Apollo 13 when Kevin Bacon had the uh, no over the cut the cord. Uh, he's like, yeah, it's getting a little punchy. Didn't yeah. want to, uh, you know, push you guys out into space. So yeah. I just put a post-it note over it. Yeah, I uh, a couple of years ago and Welsh uh, Welsh lived this agony with me as, as well. So uh, I was in this big 500 person pick em tournament and I was fifth. And uh, week, week 16 going into week 17. And week 17 has some real weirdness. Week one has weirdness oh, too, but week scary. 17, even weirder than week one a lot of times. So all I had to do was finish 10th, and I was going to get a grand. But at fifth, I was at like, I think, uh, 4,800, something like that. And uh, I, I had my worst week of the year, and I dipped to 18th. And I got like my money back plus eight bucks or something. It was it was infuriating. And that's because <laughs> I, I I did so much uh, going in to week 17 that I hadn't done the whole year before. 
and I, I just, I, I, there you go. There's, there's a good tale. There's a life lesson for everybody to take with them into the season. And Bogman's right because week 17 is weird and week one's going to be weird. So we're going to do our best to just kind of go out there and you're going to hear us say sometimes, Hey, this is one to stay away from because that's just good advice. Okay. So we're in there with you every single week. And again, we're going to give you our upset specials too, as well. So let's start here with the lions and the bears at one o'clock on Sunday. Uh, the bear, the uh, bears are three point underdogs going this one uh, at home to the lions. Uh, the lions in Detroit here are um, look, here's my take on this one. If Kenny Galladay is healthy enough and everything's good and he plays, I actually think this is a pretty safe wager. And I think the lions win this one by more than a field goal. If he doesn't, I'm running away from this game. The total is 44 and a half. Don't love this one either. Very unpredictable. Uh, I have no idea what the Bears offense is this year. I don't think it's very good. But yet again, it's week one and there's always some surprises. If anything, I would lean towards the under. But Bogman, what's your take here on the Lions Bears? Ah, okay. So uh, I I read a tweet earlier today that said the closest thing that we've come to a COVID offseason was the almost lockout season. I believe 2011, 2012, somewhere in that neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Week one, 12 games went over that that year, that week one of mm. that year. So uh, this is not one of them, though. This is not. This is gonna be one of <laughs> well, the very few. You really set me up there. You sucked me in. Boy, way I, to go. I did. I did. And I knocked you right down. This is not one of the games I want to go over on. You know, Matt Stafford missing a bunch of uh, playing time last year might be a little bit clunky, especially Galladay's got the hamstring. He's a little bit questionable going into this one. The running game uh, just, you know, lost a bunch with Swift going out and they, they're signing Peterson and, and all that stuff. So I'm not confident in Detroit or Chicago in this game scoring points. So I'm with you. I'm going to take the under. I think I'm going to take the home team minus the three here in Detroit, but I'm not, like you said, I'm not very confident in this one, but I, I think I'm going to go uh, Detroit straight up and against the spread and take the under. All right, we got the Ravens at home against the Browns. They're seven and a half point favorites in this one, and rightfully so. I think they've earned that touchdown favorite. Uh, it's still a pretty big number here. The Browns' offense is capable enough, but you know this is a very difficult one too to not see the Ravens winning this one pretty handily. The over under is forty eight and a half. I got to tell you, there's another one. Don't have the greatest gauge on. I, I felt more confident about the Lions with a healthy Galladay than I do with this number at seven and a half. But at the same time, Cleveland Browns are not a team that I have enough respect for offensively to cover this either, especially on the road. So I will lean with the Ravens here on this one also. But if anything, is this one of those overs here at 48 and a half that you're talking about? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go over on this one. Uh, uh, you know, I think I'm going to go over on a lot of these, but this one in particular, I'm definitely going over. I didn't go with you with Baltimore too, but you know, even Baltimore, uh, they, they have a lot of moving parts in their defense. They just got rid of Earl Thomas, Clayus Campbell's new. They got a rookie starting at middle linebacker and Patrick Queen, maybe two rookies on the field. A bunch of Malik Harrison gets that starting gig too. So I think they are going to allow a lot of points, even if Cleveland wants to run the ball more and grind out that clock and keep the defense on the sideline and all that stuff. I don't know how how well they're going to be able to do that against Baltimore, especially if they need to play catch up, which I'm expecting they're going to. So over for me, uh, Baltimore against the spread and straight up. Vikings are two and a half point favorites at home against the Green Bay Packers. The number is 45 and a half. Um, look, you know, the Vikings missing Hunter uh, on defense is, is a big piece. Uh, Kirk Cousins is always inconsistent. 
Typically, this is a tough building to play in, but under the circumstances, things are very different this year. So I guess, you know, when you take out the home field advantage, you take away the big pass rusher. Is this a potential for uh, not only a Packers cover, but maybe even an upset? This could be an upset. Uh, it definitely could. Uh, this this might be the hardest one of the week to pick, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to roll with the home team here. I'm, I'm going to stick uh, Minnesota straight up and against the spread. I think they can win on a field goal. Remember, they came out grinding it out last year. Uh, they ran the ball. Uh, they, they ran the ball so much that Kirk Cousins only threw 11 passes in week one last year. I just that that number stuck in my brain because they played the Falcons. Who's a you know, Falcons are great offense and uh, they were week one last year, too. But uh, they could not stop the run game and they could not stop the Vikings. So I, I'm going to take the Vikings. Uh, Green Bay. You know what I think? I think the best bet of this whole game is the Packers on the money line at plus 116. Yeah. <laughs> that's honestly like that's my approach with this one. If I'm and that's the first time of the three games that we've mentioned that, but I think that is the best approach to this game in particular. So you're you're taking the Packers? I would take the Packers on the money line at plus 116 because, you know, you're you're getting the extra juice there. <laughs> you know, what just, are you doing on the over under? Uh, I would say over I would say over because I I think you can I th- I think you can get the the Packers and Vikings too. I, I think this this lack of games that have been played in in the preseason too, people aren't going to have the same stamina that they normally would coming in. Not that they played a ton, but just a little bit more in game action. I feel like things are going to get wacky as we get into the third and fourth quarter of some of these games. That's just my instincts, and I think this could be one of them. Especially these teams that play each other, know each other so well anyway. The familiarity kind of. Breeze a little of that contempt, and this is a very important game. So it's not like, oh, it's an out-of-division game. You know, those on-the-road, out-of-division games, those are ones you always got to be afraid of. Teams kind of don't show up for them, but they show up for these kind of games. So I think this is going to be a dogfight. Yeah. You know what? I, I know I said the thing about the overs before, but I think I'm going to go under. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this one. I'm, I'm not betting this one. Well, I then think you the stay next, away. And yeah, that's the, next, the, the next three or four are much easier than this one. All so. right. So the Colts are uh, road favorites, seven and a half. That's a big number for a road favorite. That's a, that's a pretty big number, but it is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I love the Colts D love the offensive line. I, I, I don't love it, but I like it. It's it's good. It's good enough. The over under 45 and a half. I'm not going to touch this one because I'm terrified of garbage time screwing this one up. So uh, if anything, I will just go with the Colts here. Uh, minus seven and a half. I do think they can cover this one and win by more than seven and a half. Your thoughts on the Colts Jags. Uh, this is a Colts route. This is week one of tank for Trevor for Jacksonville. Uh, <laughs> they are going to disappoint the home. I, I mean, I think Florida is like just. Have as many people in there as you want. We don't care. So uh, they they'll actually have a crowd in Jacksonville. I think uh, I may be mistaken there, but but I, you I can't they're... tell because it looks like the the normal crowd there. <laughs> <laughs> Just ex- exactly like how Southern Miss versus South Alabama. I was like, this is about what they would have if the whole stadium was full. You know, right. was able to be full. This is about what they would have. But yeah, I mean, this is an easy over Colts, Colts, and more Colts. All right, let's see if this next one's easy. It's the Raiders and Panthers. Uh, the Panthers are home underdogs here. Uh, Vegas Raiders are three-point favorites in this one. The over-under is 47 and a half. Now, this one I can see going in the over because I don't care for either of these defenses. And not that these offenses are juggernauts, but when you have Christian McCaffrey, who is all-world, 
and you have the home debut for Teddy Bridgewater. I think it's going to be a certain amount of pride. Uh, I'll take the Panthers on this side. I, I really, I, I tell you right now, I do not trust the, the Raiders on the road. And the Raiders last year were like the kings of being in games they shouldn't be in and then just blowing games that they should win. I remember when they, was, they, had a, they were basically on a path to make the playoffs. And I remember that they went to play the Jets. It was a game they should have won, and they got their butt handed to them. And you're looking at yourself like, what's going on here? And to me, that is the Raiders, and that's why I don't trust them. I don't trust the Raiders on the road. Give me the Panthers in this one. So, all right. I, I like that because uh, straight up, the Panthers are plus 146, too. So I I, 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 I like that uh, for you. I'm going to take the Raiders here. I don't like this game. I don't know that I would put uh, a bunch of money down. I, th- I do think it is easier to pick. You know, you've got a rookie head coach. You've got, uh, you know, a quarterback working with new pieces. Um, you have a defense that struggled last year, and they drafted seven parts of it uh, in the draft. They spent literally all their draft picks on the defense, but that's a lot of rookies, you know. So uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I know this is another one of those rules that you don't like to mess with as far as teams going across country and all that stuff. I don't know if that's a hard and fast rule that, that you follow at all, Joe, but uh I know it's, it's a one that I rule. consider, but in this kind of season where, you know, nobody's traveled at all yet, like right. I, it's so early in the year. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's just weird. This is the weirdest week one ever with no preseason, <laughs> nothing going on, but I'm just looking at it. I'm like, look, it's, it's a the Raiders on the road. I'm not super excited about them. They've had injuries already too. Yes. I do love Josh Jacobs, but I think the Panthers in this one, can, I look, I think I said, I'll take the Panther side of this one. I think they can win this game outright. But I think they can at least cover it. I'm I'm gonna go with the Raiders. Uh, you know, I'm not. I've you've barely ever. If you've heard me talk about betting, you've barely ever heard out of my mouth. I'm gonna go with the Raiders. But I think in week <laughs> one against a rookie head coach, uh, you're hearing it from me now. So all right, let's go to the next one. I'm shocked by this one because the Patriots are six and a half point favorites at home against the Dolphins, who beat them last year at home at the end, and. I just think this is a lot of respect and the Patriots deserve respect. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Pats fan and I'm the one who's kind of questioning this line. I thought this would be somewhere around like three and a half or something like that. I'm a little worried at this one. I prefer the Dolphins side of this one. Give me the Dolphins with the six and a half because wow. I just don't think that, you know, I think it takes time for a team to come together and the lack of reps that they've had in games is going to be tough. I think the Pats are going to win this game. But I don't think they're going to win it by more than a, by a six and a half. I don't think they're going to win it by a touchdown and more. So uh, I'll take the Dolphins side of this one, the six and a half, Boggs. Yeah, that defense for Miami, while they added a bunch of pieces, it's still a work in progress. So I well, know so is the Pats offense. They had, you know what? They don't I have know. a healthy running back outside of James White right now. It's tough. Look, I, I understand uh, that, that the, and, you know, you see the reports about, uh, you know, uh, Cam Newton is taking a million sacks uh, because he's waiting for anyone not named Edelman to get open. Uh, and they have uh, young tight ends and banged up tight ends and Nikhil Harry can't separate to save his life and, and all that stuff. I, I get it. I understand all of that, but Miami's defense is young. They're uh, traveling. Uh, it's week one of this weird year. Uh, no, thank you. I cannot invest my money in the dolphins so uh, you know i know our buddy i'm not, I'm not investing be... my money in the dolphins i'm just investing it all <laughs> i'm investing it in the questionable patriots offense because yeah, i just yeah. can't see them pulling away that's the thing it's and and the defense missing the pieces they are 
I don't think they're going to be quite as dominant. Uh, they've always been a turnover defense. That's what they do. And but I don't, don't know. The be, they look, were dominant last year in that first game. And they won, uh, you know, what was look, it? 40, I hope I'm wrong. 42 this. to whatever. So I hope uh, I'm wrong. I hope the Patriots wipe the floor with the Dolphins. I'm very mad about last year and how that season finished. Believe me. I'm mad about Mike Rabel sticking it to me. I'm mad about Brian Flores and the Dolphins sticking it to me. All the ex-Patriot guys. But let me tell you something. I'm trying to, again, keep it real. I think the Pats will win this one by a field goal. Maybe <laughs> like when somewhere. keeping it real goes wrong, Joe. This is, real uh... goes wrong. <laughs> uh, the 42 is another one, too. I'm staying away from that. I don't want anything to do with that number. You can, you can stuff that number in a sack. I want nothing I, to do with it. New England uh, might get that by themselves, so I'll take it. <laughs> I sure hope so. Buffalo Bills hosting the Jets. Bills are six-and-a-half-point favorites in this one, as they should be. Give me the Bills in this one. How about you, Boggs? Yeah, I mean, this is uh, – you have – uh, an abnormal uh, over-the-top hatred of the Jets. Uh, it's not hatred. Uh, it's realization. It's a terrible roster. It's a terrible defense. The head coach doesn't get along with his players. His quarterback is in the third year. He hasn't been healthy enough to have a full, healthy, good season yet. He's got hardly any wide receivers to throw to. What's there to like about the Jets? Are you guys seeing what I'm what I'm talking about right here? This I don't is exactly like what I'm talking about. I, well, yeah, just, no, no, and, and I understand that. Uh, and I'm I'm taking Buffalo in the over. Buffalo against the spread. <laughs> yeah. Buffalo uh, straight up. Uh, uh, Buffalo over. Uh, look, the, the Jets have uh, Rashad Perriman is banged up. Uh, you know they they they're starting Blake Cashman and Avery Morrow or uh, uh, Avery Williamson against uh, one of the at, best defenses in the league. Mind yeah, you. Uh, well, uh, against not only uh, w- against one of the best defenses, but uh, you know you have an. A nice one-two punch. I mean, I know for fantasy purposes that Zach Moss and Singletary are going to eat into each other and all that stuff, but that's a pretty good running game, running right up the gut against those, uh, you know, a linebacker coming off a massive knee injury and a guy that has three starts. So uh, give me Buffalo, give me the over, and give me death. (laughs) All right, let's go to the next one here. The Eagles at Washington football team, which is just every time I see it, it's just awesome. It just feels like a video game simulation of the NFL. I love it. Uh, the Eagles are five and a half point favorites in this one. Um, I always worry about garbage time. And I know these two teams a week one last year got real, real close and dicey at the end there. And and you know what? Miles Sanders not being 100% doesn't make me feel good either. I think Washington can cover this game, but I'm going to go with the Eagles here. And just, you know what? I just, I think Washington's this bad. Uh, I don't think they have definite definition in the running game right now. I think this could be, you know, uh, a long day at the office for Washington here and uh, Ron Rivera's uh, new regime here. And I don't even know, is Ron Rivera going to be on the field or no? I don't think he is, right? Um, I think he's going to be on the field until he's, you know, he says that he has to take some time off. So, okay. Um, uh, I, I think I'm not 100% sure on that. But, yeah, I'm going to take Philly in this one, too. This is... uh. Uh, Washington is heading in the right direction as far as on the field stuff goes. So uh, I, I am intrigued by them and I think I'll be taking them in more than a couple games this year, but not week one. Uh, you know, week one is too weird. I like to stick a fairly chalk uh, on week one to avoid uh, the weirdness. So I, I'll, I'll go Philly. All right. Next one here, the Seattle Seahawks on the road against the Falcons. Uh, this one is uh, obviously the Seahawks uh, are favorites in this one, minus one and a half for them. So uh, I, I feel like this is about right. I think the Seahawks are going to win this football team because in the end, 
the Falcons defense is going to allow that to happen. So give me the Seahawks in this one. The number's 49 and a half. Give me the over in this one. This one, I this is my favorite over so far that we've hit, right? That I feel like, <laughs> yep, just give it to me. Uh, we're good. We're good with the over here. Like next, next, your thoughts on Falcon Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, look, I just think that Seattle matches up really well with uh, what Atlanta likes to do, specifically offense versus defense. You know, uh, we talked about it on the DFS show. Uh, we both love DK Metcalf. And uh, if DK Metcalf is covered by Oliver, that means the rookie AJ Terrell gets locket. And Terrell's a great corner. Don't get me wrong. First round corner. Uh, but uh, locket is a, you know, gritty, wily vet. So I, I'm excited to see this matchup. And I think Atlanta is going to be better. You know, I think Todd Gurley does make them a little oh, bit they better. They finished really strong last year. They were 6-2 yeah. down the stretch. So it would be inverse of what they were 2-6 and six to start the year. And I'm with you. I think Gurley's going to help them. But in the end, it's they, they're just going to get outscored, I think, by Seattle because their defense is just terrible. And Seattle's I want to see him gel. I want to see him gel. That's yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, this next one here, the Bengals at home. Joe Burrow makes his debut uh, in Cincinnati. But he's an underdog against the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are three and a half point favorites in this one. I tell you, I do not trust the Chargers, man. I just don't. Um, I think Joe Burrow can make this real interesting. I'll take the Bengals on this side to cover the three and a half. I think they will. Yeah, I, I got I'm taking the Bengals uh, straight up as well at home against the Chargers. Look, I, I the Chargers are fine and, and the defense is good, but they just lost a big piece in Derwin James. This stuff seems to happen to them every year. I'm not super confident in Tyrod. I think he's a better fit for their offense than Phillip Rivers was moving forward because he can move east-west where Rivers just that was not his game. And with a bad offensive line, you got to be able to move left and right. You just have to uh, to afford yourself a couple more seconds. And Herbert can do the same thing if Tyrod is is uh, struggling. But I, I the Bengals should be improved. The defense is still a mess, so I'm going to take the over. I think both teams are going to score in this game but I got the Bengals straight up in this one. All right. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, I, I think the Bengals can do this as well. Uh, let's go to the next one. You're not going to like this. I'm sure you're not. San Francisco 49ers are seven point favorites at home against the Cardinals who give them fits. I think the Cardinals are feeling it, man. And look, the 49ers, I know they made it to the Super Bowl. I heard all the defense. I've heard all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great. Debo just came back. It's still a running back by committee. Mostert was really good, but will it carry over? Nobody knows for sure. Um, I, I just feel like the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing, and it seems like this is the best way to get that started. I think the Arizona Cardinals cover this seven, and I think they even have a chance to win this game. That's right. I said it. I think it's going to be the year of the Seahawks winning this division, not the 49ers, and, and just go back and look. You know, go back and look at the last 10 years. Only two quarterbacks had good seasons after losing a Super Bowl. Their names were Russell Wilson, who won a Super Bowl before he lost one, and Tom Brady. So you throw that right out the window. All the other guys, Matt Ryan, after the crushing loss, had his lowest touchdown total uh, ever, 20, 20 touchdowns. Cam Newton, 15-1 season, goes to the Super Bowl. They lose to the Super Bowl. What happens the next year? Terrible. The Panthers are awful. You just go back. Look at the Rams. How the Rams do last year after losing to the Patriots? Not well. Okay. So this is a thing. And if you think it's not a thing, show me the last 10 years, the guys who rebounded that weren't named Russell Wilson and Tom Brady. And then we can talk about it. So for me, I love this Cardinals uh, thing here. I love the plus seven. Give me the Cardinals and the points. 
How about you, Boggs? Are you going with the 49ers? You going to the chalk here on this one? I just want to point out real quick, if you if you're taking them, you're taking the cards straight up. That's one of the highest uh, you know, plus two forty five. Yeah, maybe. Jacksonville's plus three ten. I think the Browns are plus two ninety five. And uh, you know, the the uh that's it. Uh, that's it as far as the Sunday games go. So uh that's one of the biggest payouts. So I, I'm not I'm not brave enough to do that. I'll take the Niners straight up, but I will take the Cardinals against the spread. I love Kyler Murray in his second year. I don't understand why people are fading DeAndre Hopkins in season-long fantasy going to the Cardinals from the Texans. I don't get it. You have another number one overall quarterback there in a Cliff Kingsbury offense where they like to throw the ball every single play. So uh, I think they're going to keep point for point with the Niners, and that's how this game is going to play out. So I'm going to take the over fairly easy. I'm going to take the cards against the spread. I think this comes down to whoever has the ball last. Fair enough. All right. Uh, here we go. This is it. The big one. <laughs> New Orleans Saints hosting the Buccaneers. The Saints are three and a half point favorites in this one. This feels about right to me. I think this, you know, Tom Brady, I think will keep it interesting with his new set of toys. But in the end, I think it will be the Saints. And the Saints had a problem putting away teams last year. So I don't expect that to be any different this year. Therefore, I'm going to stay away from this. I'm not because I feel like it is spot on. I feel like that if anything, I'll take the Bucks in the three and a half because I think it might even be tighter than this. Like, I think it might be a field goal game. You win at the end, barely by the three or by two or by a point. And, you know, that kind of, like you said, whoever has the ball at the end, that's the feeling it is because I just don't trust the Saints to put anybody away. I just don't do it. They haven't done it. And in the Dome, it seems like it's always one of these things where I just keep everyone's running up the score. Uh, the number's 49 and a half. I'll take the over in this one. I know it's huge. I don't care. Your thoughts on Saints Bucks. Yeah, I think the safest thing might be the over, right? Because uh, we know the Bucks' offense is good, even if they don't have the running game going. You know, Bruce Arians doesn't like to run the ball anyway. So uh, let's just sling, sling, sling the ball. I think it does. It will hurt, you know, if Mike Evans is truly out. Looks like he is uh, as we're recording this. So I am. I'm going to take the Saints. They're at home, and the Bucks' defense is still rough against the pass. The corners are rough. Uh, they added Antoine Win Winfield in the draft, but this is his first ever NFL start. So I'm not excited to see what he does against a guy like Michael Thomas. You know what I mean? So I'm going to take New Orleans straight up and against the spread. But I I I'm with you with less confidence as far as the line goes. But over under, I think this is fairly easy over. What what happens if um, what happens if the Bucks come out there and just lay an egg in week one? Do you take anything out of that? Like, what What if New Orleans wins this one? I don't know, like 35-10. It's just an embarrassing blowout. Well, I think you hear excuses for the Bucs. And I don't, I'm not saying that they're warranted or not, but if the Bucs go out and lay an egg, it's Brady's first game in a new uniform ever. It's, uh, they don't know what they're doing at running back. Mike Evans didn't play. The defense is still young. And yeah, yeah, you're going to hear all the excuses for why. And, you know, they might be right. But also, it might just be, hey, same old bucks. Mm. All right, uh, let's go to the Sunday night game here. The Rams hosting the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys are three-point favorites here, despite being on the road. Give me the Cowboys in this one. Uh, I think they're just a much better team than the Rams. I'm sorry. Oh like, uh, Can, can just... you be less enthusiastic about that? You, uh, like, you sound like terrible. you really don't want to take the No, Cowboys. I just really hate the Rams. I think the Rams are going to be an embarrassment <laughs> again this year. Like, I just think they're going to be terrible. Like, their run game is dead right now like i'm sorry it's just not good you know I'm, I'm sure it'd be great if acres ended up getting that job and running away with it eventually but so far not in week one 
And week one, the Cowboys are going to go in there and just thrash the Rams. That's my feeling on this one. The number is 51 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go over because I think that Rams will try to play catch up at the end. And the Cowboys are also a team that did not put people away last year. So I will go over. I will go Cowboys. I feel pretty good about this one. How about you, Box? Uh, I, I I despise this game. I don't. I do not like it at all. Uh, the Rams opening up that new gorgeous stadium uh, is going to be a lot of fun to watch. I mean, that stadium is going to be awesome. Hopefully, the sunsets aren't just you know red and orange uh, for them. I mean, it looks like Arizona sets that's they're having in California right now because of all the fires and stuff. But um, uh, I'm going to take the Rams against the spread in this one. I think they uh, they come out a lot better. I mean, this is a team you just mentioned is. A year and a half removed from the Super Bowl appearance. They're not, they're not as terrible as they make it out to be. They lost a lot on defense, so I am going to take the over. But I'm going to cowards bet my way out of this one. I'm going to take Dallas straight <laughs> up and Rams against the spread, and probably lay no money on it. Okay, all right. Let's go to uh, Monday night games, early game, the Steelers and Giants. That's going to be a fun one. Look at you. You get a Monday night football game. It's going to be mm-hmm. what, like four o'clock for you in the afternoon. The world will stop. Um, look, the Steelers are five and a half point favorites in this one. 47 and a half is the number. My favorite bet going into this season is the over on the Steelers win total. Cause it's nine on FanDuel and they won eight yeah. games last year. That's absurd. They won eight games with duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph playing quarterback. This defense yeah. is for real. I'm very much into the Steelers this year. I think the giants are actually the better football team in New York by far. I think this is a loss for them. Question is, is it five and a half? You know, when you have players like Saquon and Shepard and Ingram, there's a lot of talent on this Giants team. I think they can be plucky, but I think in the end, the Steelers are going to win this football game. The five and a half is where I struggle. Like this is, you know, this is a good number. This is why they build hotels. You know, I want (laughs) want you to, I want you to close your eyes, Joe. Uh And I want you to imagine this improved, admittedly, uh, offensive line of the Giants trying to handle the Steelers pass rush. Yeah. Okay. There's your five and a half. Okay. Yeah. You know why? Well, here's the thing I'm going to, um, until Daniel Jones proves he can hold on to the football. That's good. That's where things are going to go awry because <laughs> he's going to get Watt hit by TJ Watt. Right. And after then that right, right. He's going to hit by TJ Watt. And then somebody else is going to pick that ball up and run it back. And that defensive score, or that defensive play that there's your six right there. So, all right, there you go. You did it. Congratulations, Boggs. You sold me on that. <laughs> Give me the Steelers and the five and a half there. Uh, I assume you're the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seven and a half, you go over or under in this one. For me, it's terrible. Anytime I bet on the Steelers with my money, they lose. Uh, so I'll, I'll just let everyone know I'm putting no money on the Steelers ever. So when you hear me pick (laughs) them, maybe I'm being a Homer. I will pick against them if I don't think they're going to win. Uh, but I'm not a big enough Homer to risk your money on it. So for this one, I'm taking Pittsburgh in the over. Yes. Uh, yeah, I will take the over in Pittsburgh as well. So we'll be the same. Last but not least, the late game, Denver Broncos, who now do not have Von Miller for the year. That's and, terrible. I love and Bradley Von. Chubb's going to be on a, a pitch count. So, yeah, uh, but at least their starting middle linebacker, Todd Davis, went out and they just flat out cut him the other day. So uh, lots and lots of Derrick Henry. Yeah, lots of Derrick Henry. Give me the Titans in this one. Uh, minus one and a half. This is an easy one. The Titans are going to roll the Broncos. I'm sorry. They're just going to. The Titans are for real, folks. This is not just a good Cinderella story last year. The defense is good. 
Uh, the Clowney signing is an interesting one. I think it's going to help at least for a few games like Clowney does every year. He helps a team for a couple of games <laughs> and then the other couple of games, you, go, oh, yeah. you know, he's good for like four or five good games. And then the other ones, he's either hurt or not existed, but he'll make an impact. Jayon Brown is going to be playing. I think that's, that's another plus two. Uh, 41 and a half is the number I'm uh, let's see. This is a, this is a tricky one. This cause well, I'll, I'll go over. Cause I still like Cortland. Sutton. Do, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'm I still like Cortland Sutton. I, I still like you know Jerry Judy's first game, but Jerry Judy is an excellent route runner. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited about him. Noah Fant is a playmaker. So I, I'll I think when they're playing catch and up Gordon, and garbage you know, time and all that stuff, I the Broncos I think and garbage time. time. Yeah, I'm with you. Give me the over in this one too. Give me the Titans. And there you have it. Those are the games, and that means it's time for the upset special. So. This is what we do. We want to hear your upset special too. So if you want to get involved and win some free stuff from Line Star, go and follow us over at Line Star app and Line Star NFL and retweet this and give us your upset special. And you can win some free swag courtesy of the Line Star app, the best DFS tool site out there. So Bogman, you can go first. Where are you going with your upset special this week? Bangles. Uh, and it's weird to have a home team as the upset special, but. Uh, Chargers are minus three and a half in this one. I'm going to take Cincinnati. Uh, they played hard that for those first couple weeks last year as well. And remember, they almost beat Seattle in Seattle week one last year. So I think in, if they're at home playing the Chargers, I think they got this game with a better quarterback and all that stuff. I do not think the Panthers are a good football team, but I do think they're going to beat the Raiders. <laughs> I, think that, <laughs> I do. I just think they are. I think CMC is going to do enough, and the Raiders defense is just – it ain't there for me. I think the Panthers are going to find a way at home to squeeze this one out and people are going to be shaking their heads. And then the Raiders will go beat somebody they shouldn't beat and the cycle will begin again. So give me the Panthers, my upset special this week. You got Bogman. So go over and follow us again. Retweet this segment over at Line Star app and go subscribe to the pre-snap. We are DFS. We are the recap in the NFL, the week that was, and of course, this wagering show as well. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can listen to the pre-snap. NFL DFS show courtesy of the line star app that'll do it for us in week one have a great time everybody have some fun enjoy watching football my goodness I'm so happy and so is Bogman that football is finally back that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on there's nothing left to do now except set down win you've been listening to the pre-snap podcast weekly wagering show brought to you by line star hit subscribe drop a rating tell a friend and stay tuned for the next episode from joe pizza and scott bogman